Hello, fam. I am so grateful that you're here with me today. Gosh, it's been a pretty long stretch between the first season and the second season of the Woo Woo Woman podcast. And I am so excited to share with you my recent journey within these past couple months where I've been a bit MIA on this podcast. And I think I've mentioned this multiple times before. I go through these ebbs and flows and man, this last one um, was a bit of a doozy, but I'm excited to share with you some secrets that I haven't made public yet. I'm only sharing with you here on the podcast first. And um, the journey that I have been moving through and questioning bouts of depression and um, lack of motivation and all of these things and also um, finding the deeper intricacies of my own mind and my own being that at times I guess I, I... either push down so, so far down that um, I wasn't able to see or acknowledge. And, you know, I was kind of like hovering at the very top, uh, floating at the top there and just surviving with all of this other stuff going on. Um, But I'm really excited to share with you a couple of things that have helped me through this last uh, process. And it's, what's really interesting is that as you go through the spiritual journey, you know, people think that the spiritual journey is like, you know, butterflies, pixie dust, and like fairies and fields of flowers and just frolicking around. And the real true spiritual journey um, boomerangs you back to the bullshit that you have to see. And my personal evolution and my personal process has been really interesting because I went through a divorce uh, during my Saturn return and had some really, really crazy, crazy shifts and changes at the age of like 28 to 32. And I'm now beginning to settle into a little bit more of myself, but I'm also, because I went through that Saturn return and all those shifts and changes, I'm also seeing layers of myself that perhaps were always there, but just never uh, visible to me up until now due to the current circumstances that I'm in. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you and I hope you have a pen and paper handy or maybe just like a notepad because I'm going to be sharing quite a few things that have really helped me through this past um, difficult push. And it seems as if it kind of gets a little bit more difficult along the way, but like at the same time, I'm like, Like, does it or am I just ready for the harder shit now when before I was just kind of like diddle daddling and playing with spiritual awakening and now like the universe is like, all right, bitch, you're ready. Take it. Let's go process it. Deal with it. Figure it out. So let me begin by saying If you are an original OG and you are hanging out, thank you so much and welcome back. If you are brand new to this podcast, please subscribe and let me know your thoughts about this podcast and any other podcast. I'm excited to start season two with this um, big bang. I'm pumped to share with you all of these different things because I know a lot of you in the spiritual world, um, in the spiritual community and um, yoga community and, you know, community in itself have been through a rough 
patch these past couple months and maybe even this past um, year and a half. And, you know, we have got to come together as a community and share our stories. And it's so baffling to me that it's so hard for others to really be authentic and raw and humble themselves and be vulnerable to the community to share what they've learned thus far in order to really help other people progress and have the tools in their toolbox to to go to when they need some sort of assistance and you know mental health has been kind of like buried under the rug and um has kind of you know been a weird topic to say like oh I have a counselor I have a life coach I have a therapist and all these various different things because everyone thinks that something's wrong with you right but you know we have to be more open about these issues and if you are scared to go to a therapist I hope that this podcast and this resource um, will give you the ump to, you know, begin to be your own therapist at the very least in the beginning. And then um, perhaps have, you know, somebody that you go to that you talk to because we all need that space. And, you know, our society has really kind of hush hushed all of that. And it's saddening to me. And, you know, it's a part of life and it's a part of growth and evolution, right? Like, We cannot go through life and think that everything is going to be like all hunky-dory the entire time. We have emotions and our emotions are constantly in motion and we have to embrace that and we have to see the silver lining within every circumstance and with every challenge and within every discomfort and find a way to have that kind of phoenix phoenix rising from the ashes moments where a layer of ourselves is buried and uh, sheds away in order for us to progress and for us to level up to higher frequencies and also higher ways of being to be able to really step forward in this, you know, lifetime the way that we are intended to and really embrace our purpose wholeheartedly and again share. I think the biggest thing that we are so far removed from these days is community and it's the biggest thing that helps us all come together. So, without further ado, I am going to start and I'm going to begin by saying most of you already know that I got married on 11-11-2020 and it was a beautiful um, little quaint, you know, ceremony and we hired a photographer, Stephanie Lynn Photography. If you haven't checked her out, she's amazing. Check her out. She does great photos and is really, really awesome with embracing um, your personal touch and your authenticity and capturing that through the lens. And we were with family and really, really close friends and we shared our own vows with one another and it was amazing. Now, come December, I end up finding I'm pregnant. And that happened on December 24th, I handed Jonathan the positive pregnancy test and I was like Merry Christmas and he's like is this real I was like yeah this is real so our journey um we knew that we wanted to have children um or a child and we had been attempting to try and have a child since May of 2020 and it just wasn't working and I was like am I too old are my eggs too dusty what's going on like 
maybe you should go to a fertility doctor, Jonathan, and get things checked out. And I sat with those chaotic thoughts and emotions that were going and flooding my entire being because I'm like already like, well, what the hell? Like, can I get pregnant now? Like, what's going on? And I did a meditation and in the meditation, it was like, when you get married, as soon as you get married, you're going to get pregnant. And that's exactly what happened. So um, we got married December 11th. Uh, I'm sorry, December 11th. Listen to me. That's my mother's birthday. We would we did not get married on that day. Uh, November 11th. And I missed my period in December. So the last day of my last period was November 21st. And yeah, and we're on this journey now. Once it actually hit me that I was pregnant, I was like, oh, fuck. You know, it's like kind of like getting on a roller coaster and you can't get off anymore. Like you're strapped in, you're locked in, you're going straight to the top and there's no way out except to take the ride. And um, being pregnant this go around, I'm a lot older. My son, when I had my son, I was 24 And now I'm 34, so it's almost 10 years of a gap that I had my son, and I was spring chicken then, and I was just flooded with so many different emotions. I was in a really weird space um, for the past couple months, and just, I, I mean, I could have gone horizontal at any given time, at any given time of the day, and had had myself a beautiful like nap and been perfectly content with it. I didn't have any motivation to clean the house. I didn't want to go to yoga. I didn't want to go on my walks. I just didn't have the energy nor the motivation. And I began to kind of downward spiral a little bit. And what's interesting is, is that I've been on this shadow work journey for quite some time now. And I realized that I had really not done the deep shadow work up until recently. And now as I go through that and as I went through that, I am awaiting a potential another deep dive into the shadow work and into the confines, into the nooks and crannies and the sticky spaces of my subconscious. Because during this time, because I was so exhausted, I was I was laying down most of the time and in a meditative state most of the time. And being on this journey, I've become more conscious of my thoughts and I began to recognize that I was going in a really dark direction. And at the same time, I was like, are these thoughts constantly there? And I'm kind of like overriding them. Have I ever really looked at them deeply? And you know, I, I talked to Jonathan. I was like, Jonathan, I feel like I'm depressed. Like I have no motivation. I'm extremely tired. And I just, I, I, you know, I'm flooded with these, like these various different emotions and these various different thoughts. And he's like, Shelly, do you have the desire to do them? I'm like, physically, I, I want to, I want to see myself going back to these things and activities and going back to the way that I used to be energized. And, you know, I'm in areas like I'm a go-getter. I'm a fast walker. Like I like to get shit done and I like to do things and do them quickly. And 
I was just not there. And I felt like I was a completely different person for a little bit. I would attempt to channel and the channel like signal was just, there was a disconnect. Um, and I had, you know, like I said, multiple bouts of meditations in this, in this time frame, And in my being, it was just like, sit with it, relax with it, rest with it, process it. And I realized that only, um, it's only when you go to these dark spaces that you appreciate the lighter times, but these darker spaces are an integral part of the lighter times because we don't recognize that we carry so much subconsciously and consciously as a ball and chain um, into the times in our lives that are really fun and exciting. And I just, I I honestly felt like I was out of body, uh, you know, out of my own skin kind of an experience. And I began to um, take action. And what's interesting is I recently read a quote, which I loved, and I think that this is a part of like, you know, what helped me is that action must come first and motivation comes afterwards. And I realized that that time and space that the universe was offering me, and yes, I was building a baby and it's, that is exhausting in and of itself. And I know that women um, are very tired and all of that, but I was also processing a lot of pent up emotions that I had around pregnancy um, coming from a very small age, and I'll just briefly go over that. As a child, um, I wanted children, my mom said. I don't remember, but I wanted children. And then when I hit like middle school, high school, college, I did not want children. And in my first marriage, the agreement was that I didn't want children. And I was just very focused on other things and other aspects of my life and career that I didn't uh, want children. And I, I knew that, you know, being a mother was very selfless and I was very selfish at that time. And, you know, still I am in certain aspects, but I, that was the agreement and I ended up getting pregnant and that was a, a surprise. And at the very same time, you know, that during that pregnancy, it was very challenging for me to connect with the pregnancy. Fortunately, it was a very easy pregnancy. Like I said, I was like a spring chicken and it didn't bother me. I was running and working out and lifting weights um, all throughout my pregnancy. And um, when I gave birth, that whole process was really traumatic for me. Um, And I have some healing to do around that as well. And, you know, they asked, they're like, hold your son, hold your son. And at the time I was like, you know, starving, dehydrated, tired, all of these different things. And, um, I didn't, I didn't want to hold him cause I was just like tired. And I, I, I don't know, I, I guess because also I didn't really connect a hundred percent to the pregnancy. And then, you know, it took me maybe, and I wasn't depressed. I, I've, I have been, through enough to know what depression feels like and what it is, but I didn't have a connection to my son until he was like maybe nine months. And that's when my love for him blossomed and I realized that he came to teach me. And it wasn't in my plan, but he was in my plan through God. 
and he has changed my life. My son has changed my perspective. I love him so dang much and I'm so grateful that he's a part of my life. He teaches me so many things and you know, I embrace it so, so very much. And he changed my perspective and, you know, going into this pregnancy, this pregnancy is a, is very different. Um, this go around, I'm with a different person. Um, we kind of agreed upon it and it, like it was a group effort and, you know, the energetic frequencies and everything with regards to the relationship in and of itself are very, very different. And yet at the same time, I still carried a lot of this past stuff with me that I needed to process. And I'm still processing, you know, I'm sure that it'll, it'll be a journey throughout this whole entire, you know, uh, process. But we have to understand that these episodes and these happenings in our life that are like kind of snippets, um, are snippets that, uh, are intended to help us and I know that we know that but at the same time when we're going through it we can't really grasp it and that there was a heaviness there for me and I knew that I needed to heal and I knew I needed to process but I also knew that it was like the motivation to do all these different things um, and to get myself back on track and to get myself motivated wasn't just going to come like as a lightning bolt from thin air I knew that I had to take action And my first action was to begin to listen to my podcasts again because I had kind of veered away from that for a period of time as well. I started listening to these podcasts and it brought me into a lighter space um, and into my uh, my own skin again. And I realized what I was going through wasn't depression. I realized that what I was going through was sadness and repression and... Uh, thoughts and you know things that maybe weren't able to be seen or heard prior because of where I was and now stepping into this new journey I'm in a different space which is bringing about other aspects and other layers of you know my journey and this is something that like self-study is such a powerful tool if there's one thing that I can really highly highly suggest that you do is self-study notice your emotions notice what's happening you know throughout your day notice what happens that shifts your emotions where are those triggers and where are those happenings and where do you need to connect and and dive deeper in order to really begin to level up and process up and out and every aspect and every part of our our life and every snippet of our life helps bring about these uncovered layers of ourselves that perhaps again like I said have been repressed because we haven't been there in so long and now we're in a situation that might bring up a similar memory and we're like oh shit and as I went through these podcasts, I um, came across a couple of really helpful tools that I, I'm so excited to share with you because they've been very powerful for me um, because I've recognized that my mind and my my thought processes, and as I knew, right, like I knew that our, I know that my mind is powerful, I know that my thoughts have power, my words have power, all of these various different things, but sometimes there are... Um, again, snippets and happenings that bring you face to face to the dark side of yourself. And when you see that and you're like, shit, I still have this going on. And this is why my mood is like this. This is why I feel this way. This is why 
I can't move forward in this. This is why I have trust issues. This is why I have abandonment issues, X, Y, Z, and it continues to go on and on and on. And one of the things that um, I would, I want you guys to tap into, there is a uh, service and it's called, one moment, it is called betterhelp.com. And this is an online counseling um, uh, website and you can go on, it's monthly and you could, you could, you know, get a counselor and you could switch up the counselor. So obviously sometimes you don't vibe with certain people, but you're able to kind of switch around with different individuals and have these moments where you could really begin to talk about what you're going through. And I have found that talking to really close friends about your mental thought processes and your emotions is very challenging because they know you, but they know you from an out of your body experience, right? So they're looking in, they're not in, only you are in. And yes, a counselor is also on the outskirts, but they come in without the history of friendship, without the history of the marriage. And sometimes when we confide in individuals that are in our, our orbit, we're burdening them. And I know it sounds really fucked up to say that, but it is, right? Because like we are all personally going through our own mental process and our own mental bullshit. And to take on somebody else's and to for, for you to choose somebody, like let's say just for example, um, I choose Jonathan and I dump everything on Jonathan and I vent to him and I, you know, that energetic frequency that I am, you know, word vomiting out and projecting out and sharing with him is being absorbed also by him, which he too may have other things going on. And it stresses, you know, puts more stress on a relationship, especially with the history that's attached to it, right? So when you have an outside individual, especially something like this where it's um, online, I know it's like the online thing a lot of people veer away from, but it's great because In my opinion, like when you need something and when you need someone, you can go on there and pick a time, even if it's like sometime at the same day, and you could talk to somebody. Mental health is really, again, like I mentioned earlier, has been really silenced and covered up and it's really sad because we really need to be able to open up. But depending on who we open up to is depending on what their response is going to be. And more oftentimes than not, what we're going through is deeper than just the superficial layers of what's being said. And having somebody who's a professional who knows how to navigate those various different things is a really powerful tool to have in your toolbox. And um, it gives you a different perspective. It gives you an outlet and it doesn't stress any relationships that you have on a personal level, which to me is the most important. And being able to touch base with somebody else outside of my orbit is very, very powerful for me. And, you know, this is a way for you to do it, you know, it's not expensive. It's not like going to a therapist and it's like hundreds of dollars or whatever the case may be. But this is an opportunity for you to say, hey, listen, like I am going through some shit and like I need to talk to somebody else. And this is this is where I'm going to try. I'm going to try and go there. This is a powerful, powerful tool to have in your toolbox. Now, this is something that 
um, a really powerful book, The Silver Mind Control Method. And I wanted to share with you now a little tiny meditation that I did that helped me recognize even more so how powerful the mind is. And I don't know where you are and what you're doing, but come back to this if you're driving or if you're doing something. Um, if you're able to do this with me now, if you're listening quietly and um, are at home and you're not uh, driving a motor vehicle of any kind, let's do this together real quick. So wherever you are, just kind of relax into the settle, settle into the space, relax the shoulders, the eyes. Take a deep breath in. Vocal exhale out. Another deep breath in. And out. Imagine you're standing in your kitchen holding a lemon that you've just taken out of the fridge. Feel it. As you hold it in your hand, notice the temperature, the texture, size of the lemon. And then look at the lemon. Notice the color, the hue of yellow, the little indentations on the skin. Is it shiny, waxy? There's small little green points at the two ends. Beginning to absorb what this lemon looks like in its entirety. Imagine yourself squeezing the lemon and notice its firmness, its weight. And then gently allow yourself to raise the lemon up to your nose and just smell it. Nothing quite smells like a lemon, does it? And gently set it down and grabbing a knife, cutting the lemon in half. And then drawing a half up to your nose, smelling the inside of the lemon. Noticing how the odor is stronger. Looking at the inside of the lemon, noticing the tiny little pieces of pulps or seeds, the juice folding out of the lemon. And now gently drawing the lemon up to your mouth and biting deeply into the lemon. Let the juice swirl in your mouth. Nothing quite tastes like a lemon either, does it? Now, at this point, if you use your imagination well, your mouth will begin to water. So when we look at this implication, we look at how words affect our salivatory glands, which means that our thought process and our imagination and involving all of our senses kind of cues a physical response. And, you know, this is a powerful lesson to learn that we are generating that and we are creating that and co-creating that. And yes, our perception has a huge, huge part of that, but 
we can also change the color lenses that we're looking through. And in the, these past, I would say, maybe three to four months that I've personally been going through, I was, you know, feeling the feelings, but also kind of reiterating the dark feelings that I was having just because of the physical state that I was in. And I was talking shit to myself because I wasn't doing these podcasts. I wasn't showing up for myself. I wasn't showing up for you as I wanted to. And I wasn't able to really embrace what I was. But I also recognized that me reiterating these various different aspects and these heavy layers and these like shadow layers were bringing more of that. And I know, you know, stepping outside of that, like I know that that happens, but I was doing it, which means I wasn't remembering with what that situation was or what that particular snippet was in my life or that specific time in that journey in my life was not allowing me, it wasn't easy for me to get out of. I was stuck in it longer than I, than I wanted to be. And as I started to again get external positive influences I stopped listening to the secular music I was listening to instrumental music again um mantras I was I was doing a lot of mantra work as well which is really powerful that's another awesome tool to have in your toolbox is uh doing mantras and they have mantras on Spotify and SoundCloud and uh that was really helpful for me as well but you know, my brain took it all seriously. And, you know, as much as and how serious it was, right, like as as a part of the growth process, I recognized that I needed to take action to get the motivation. And, you know, when we think of words, we use it to reflect meanings. And what they mean could be both, you know, good or bad, true or false, powerful or weak. Um, But that is only half of it. Like words don't just reflect reality. They create reality. And knowing that and feeling that in this past little meditation is something that really helped gear me up and say, okay, I am responsible for me. Nobody else is responsible for me. I need to understand that these various different layers are coming up to be processed, seen, and moved through. And as I was able to, again, find external things that were here to support me, which I always knew I had in my toolbox, but again, this particular situation, it was so much harder for me to reach for my toolbox because I was just so immersed and enveloped. Um, And I began to say, okay, let me start learning a little bit more about this. Let me start reaching out, get a counselor, get somebody who I could talk to read, you know, some inspirational books about the mind, um, you know, listen to podcasts and listen to more positive music. And I understood that what I took action towards and what I put into place around me was influencing me just as my mind was influencing the heaviness of my being where I chose to be there for a while. I also have the choice to put myself in a different energetic environment to begin to heal and begin to feel. And I, um, it, I was unraveling myself. My, I was unraveling various different things. So when we, um, 
when we allow ourselves to see and take a glimpse into our, you know, deep crevices of our mind, we begin to have um, these these really interesting happenings. And that's the only way that I could really define it without really putting a good or bad like title on it. But these happenings that shift our perspective. And uh, this is my most recent one, and I'm sharing it with you because. Uh, many of us are going through kind of like the dark night of the soul. And I thought I already went through that, but again, there's another layer of it coming through. Now, another thing that I wanted to share is I began to incorporate two different affirmations that I would say to myself as soon as I woke up. So I wasn't like, like waking up to me is not getting out of bed and going about my morning as soon as I wake up means like that moment where I'm still in bed and I'm halfway asleep. So that is considered to be your alpha brainwave. And in the alpha brainwave, you can create a lot. Just similarly to the meditation that we did, this state during, you know, in the morning is a very, very powerful time to begin to manifest your day and manifest the things that you desire in your life. And one of the one of the um, affirmations that I would say to myself every morning was day by day in every way I am getting better and better. And this is a quote that um, Emile Coe, C-O-U-E, I'm pretty sure I probably pronounced that incorrectly, but he has, there's so much research behind how transformational this this quote is and um, whenever you feel yourself going down that road that dark road sometimes it's we're trying to avoid it but instead of avoiding it welcome it but tell yourself day by day in every way I am getting better and better and you know the the study that has happened with this um, millions of people have kind of overcome illnesses thought processes and um, there's a really great book that he wrote it's called self-mastery through auto suggestion and um, you know he was the, you know dr. Koo was a chemist and um, he was born in France so um, he had a, a really good interesting um, basis for psychotherapy um, and hypnosis and auto suggestion. So this is a tool that he used, and um, I started to use as well. And I found how various different things, even if it's just small different things, um, like perhaps maybe the mood I woke up in, the thought processes I had in the morning, um, and like, am I like waking up and saying like, I really don't want to wake up. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to pack lunch. All these different things. Or am I saying, okay, thank you for you know. Thank you that I'm able to wake up day by day. I'm getting better in each and every way. And, you know, being able to go through these motions and begin to notice what is going through your mind during that short, it's usually like five to 10 minutes before you actually are like fully awake and moving into beta. And beta waves, uh, brain frequencies are what you're usually in throughout the day. And it's a very uh, unconscious um wavelength right because there's there's so much going on around us like we are you know conscious of what we're looking at but we're also taking in and absorbing everything in our surroundings whether you think you are or you're not you are so there's just a lot of you know information and you know a lot of stimulation throughout the day so when you're in that you know alpha 
um, alpha brainwave period, it's really powerful time to manifest and to visualize where you want to go, what you want. Um, and yes, you know, there are, um, some pretty interesting principles too, that, um, you could take into account. And, um, again, both, both conscious and unconscious thoughts, but beginning to work on your conscious thoughts works on your unconscious thoughts, uh, simultaneously. Now, another quote that I began to, um, incorporate again from Q or Coe's or whatever, um, negative thoughts, negative suggestions have no influence over me at any level of mind. Wow, right? Powerful. Negative thoughts, negative suggestions have no influence over me at any level of mind. So these two quotes were um, a very integral part of my morning practice. My lifestyle has changed dramatically and I am currently in the process of creating a new schedule for myself and accountability for myself and practicing integrity with my word to myself and others because I fell away from that as well during this whole entire process because I would like, I would like tell myself I'm going to wake up, I'm going to go for a walk on the beach, watch the sunrise and I'm going to feel better. But I just couldn't get myself physically out of bed to go and do those things. And I realized too that I'm actually programming myself in my own brain to not trust myself. So I don't follow through and I don't like that, you know, and again, this is additional layers of work, uh, that we have to do. And, you know, this, this life is a journey and I do not have everything perfect. And, you know, I look up to others and I look up to additional information and continue learning on a daily basis to continue building what's in my toolbox for self-development and self-study because it's a powerful, powerful tool. And when we organize ourselves in such a way where we can begin to envelop these various different possibilities to bring us to a better space, and it doesn't mean that you're ignoring the shadows. You have to go through those 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 that dark night of the soul. You have to. And um, it's just how you have support while going through it. And these are various different things that you can incorporate when you're feeling down and out, when you feel like shit's not going right, um, when you have that bout of depression or you have that emotional happening and or outburst and you're just feeling like you're not yourself and you're off track and your schedule changes and, you know, you have to recenter and you have to regroup. But How do you take action in doing that little by little so you're not telling yourself, okay, I'm going to do a hundred things so I feel more like myself and then you never follow through with them. So um, a big, huge part of my growth and I'm still, still on that journey. However, I recently did a post and some of you were like, where, where is the podcast? Where's the podcast? And I recently did a post and talking about like my reemergence and I truly in the second trimester, um, feel like a new emergent, like something different has like, uh, busted out of me. And I have chosen to, um, do the Hoffman method. So I'm going to be doing that, which is really interesting. And, um, I, w- I can't wait to share my journey. I don't know when it's going to happen. It's definitely going to be before the baby comes. And I have also realized that the relationship with Jonathan, which is 
great. Um, no complaints. But his, his undeniable dedication to us and his way of being has caused me to study myself and the deeper layers of abandonment are showing face because I am feeling so supported. So I know that's like a bit of a mind fuck, but similar to the whole situation that happened with getting pregnant this go around, how it was like, oh my gosh, like, whoa, like, wah, wah, wah. like, are you going through this like fun house of like a situation where you're seeing yourself and you're seeing all these crazy visions and old things and it's kind of scary and it's kind of chaotic at the same time and I see that part of me too with my fear of abandonment which I've talked about previously as I'm going through that that I also have to continue to work on so the Hoffman let me get the actual website so this is a really great program you uh remove yourself from social media um it's called hoffman what's the website i'm sorry hoffman institute and they're stationed in california they have a couple online options um but for me i i like to put myself in these these situations but um you have a lot of like guidance um meditation um self-study there is, um, you know, you could lodge there, obviously, and they prepare your meals and they're healthy and there are, you know, different workshops that are there and recordings and coaching sessions that are all part of it. Part of it. Um, it is a bit pricey, um, but let me tell you from what I've heard that people have gone through this experience, people come back completely um, different in a positive way. And, you know, at times we are so, you know, we're so enveloped into what our reality looks like. And to me, I kind of envision it almost as if they're like a hamster in their cage and their little wheel and their water. And that is their reality. And every once in a while, they're taken out of their reality and put into a different environment. And they're like, whoa, it's like getting pulled out of the fishbowl. You know, it's like, wow, all of this other stuff exists when you're just so enthralled and confined to your perception and your way of thinking and your reality and your emotions um, and your way of living that when you're taken out of that and you're put into a different environment your experience um, again just like every other experience contributes to the better part of your whole and you become um, more diverse and you become more understanding and for me, I am feeling that call now in my life. Um, I'm also feeling a bit of a career change as well, but I'm not sure how that will evolve. I'm kind of putting that into the universe's hands with regards to that. But I feel as though we are, and I'm saying we because I know that I'm not alone in this because we are we are all you know very very much on similar frequencies but we are all beginning to reevaluate all these various different things we are beginning to understand how our belief systems and our values so much deeper and you know when we like the 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 veil between the five dimension the fifth dimension and the third dimension is very very thin and i was talking to a really great friend of mine andy with at salt starlight um she's my crystal dealer 
And, you know, her and I are always on the same frequency and I value her friendship and I value our talks and our communication because we are able to recognize that what we are feeling is not crazy and you know sometimes we're reading the same book and we haven't even told each other about it or we're feeling the same things um you know going through the same you know desires and pulls and career desires and it's just really interesting to have a a soul sister honestly uh like I call her like my spiritual sister because we are just always on it together we're always brought together in some way uh, since we've met. Somehow the universe kind of pulls us together in the most weirdest places. Airports, traveling to different places, uh, cities that we like on vacation. We were in the same city a couple times. So it's really interesting to know that I say we as a collective for those that are also feeling this heaviness and the heaviness is there because it's meant to take you somewhere to take you into a different um, part of your progress so to speak. So this is kind of my journey in a nutshell and I'm excited to see what this year and this season of the Woo Woo Woman podcast unfolds and how Um, my journey will end up evolving and growing and I am so so gracious for your support if you feel as though this podcast has really rung true to some of you and you found some really interesting pieces to help support you along your way um, please share this podcast with your friends you could share the link or share it on Facebook or Instagram and let people know about the community that we're building and of course, please contact me and share with me your thought processes. And truly, like, this is not about me. I am doing this because I feel called to do this podcast. I feel called to word vomit and I feel called to put my heart out for free um, on the airways of the world, I guess, and maybe even beyond. Maybe some aliens are listening to me too. Who knows? <laughs> but to really put myself out there because, you know, I am you and you are me and when we share and we build this community and we have that comfort of knowing like I'm going to come on here and she's going to be like you're going to be real I'm going to be real and I'm just going to say fuck it like if you don't agree with me that's okay you don't have to agree with me and, and, and do all the things that I do and agree with all the things that I agree with. That's what makes us individuals, right? And that's what makes this so beautiful and this journey so beautiful. But I also think that there are always bits and pieces regardless of who you are and um, what you believe and all of that jazz. There's always something to learn from. And I think the more of us that begin to share and begin to voice in some way, shape or form, our journey, the more we will all begin to understand one another and understand that we are truly one. We are not separate. We do not harbor hatred at our core. We do not harbor um, judgment at our core. Really at our core, we have love because when we're able to listen to others and we're able to also hear a bit of ourselves as others are talking about themselves, we recognize like we are in this together. And that is what I want for this podcast is to bring all of us together to say, wow, we are in this together. We've fucking got this. And that is why I encourage you to share with me. And I love that those of you 
have shared with me and who have talked to me about these various different podcasts and shared your tidbits um, about things that were mentioned in the podcast, it really does fill me up with complete joy um, to know that what I am doing is speaking to you in some way. And I hope that this journey continues to take that that shape. And I am going to, um, you know, find a schedule that works for me so I could be more consistent with podcasts um, and have a consistent schedule of like when these will be posted so that way you can listen to this. I'd like to do weekly, um, but I'm in the midst of a move these coming next two weeks. So I don't want to say that right now, but I will um, be coming up with a schedule after we're settled in and moved in to make this consistent. So you have the support and I too have the support because this is very, very healing for me um, to be able to come on and and go through. And it's it's almost as if as I share I learn also various different levels of the process that I went through um, and how, you know, it all begins to click even more, (laughs) if that makes sense. It's like I'm sharing what I went through and what's happening and what I'm using and all these different things. But then as I'm sharing it in that moment, as I'm sharing, there are so many different intricate pieces that are kind of clipping together as well. So Thank you so much for being here. Again, please share. Please subscribe if you're new here. I love you so, so much. And I will see you and you will hear me next time.